Okay, Brandy Green here. Where was I with the previous podcast? Again, instead of having hour-long podcast where I'm just talking, talking, talking. Hopefully you did the little ad break here, went to the bathroom, got a cup of coffee, and are now ready for the next podcast. So we are having this whole understanding that in 10 years' time, give or take, all depending on time variables, timeline continuum, the ripple effect of the different groups that will come in or leave and what they're doing in their reality fields and how that will ripple into our reality field, the choices of humanity, the different types of interdimensional, intergalactic and other dimensional interference patterns that goes with the different gate systems, as well as how well humanity at large will uh, develop molecularly uh, into the higher order types of energy units that are required for the fourth dimension, the transition of the sun, the transition of our planet into a more uh, aligned with a more original configuration of a reality field that is not a planetary crystalline uh, ent entropy uh, uh, ruled chaotic type of breaking down energy units, but actually go into the other way, flip it around where the units themselves, what we call the spin rate, instead of being a spin rate that goes into what we call the quantum potentials of the the abyss will go into the quantum potentials of the continuation within the density energies, transforming quantum potentials into holographic energetic units potentials that will then align with consciousness potential if there is any and onward and so forth. So you see, we have a lot of variables here, so no outcome is certain. But whatever future timeline that we will end up with, if we're going with the Niburians and they're coming back from the future as supermodels or under the different kinds of within the groups of the Ashtar Command, the Galactic Federation groups, the 5D Earthers, the New Earthers, the uh, the hybrid kids, and there are different groups with the Christian children, the Rainbow children, the Ladder children, whatever we will call all of these different groups. If we go with that idea, uh, then they they have definitely been playing out the lesser advanced groups within the technocratic communities, the semi to fully organic Android communities, as well as some of the other groups that have collaborated with the COVID military operations, the military projects going back to the 50s that are part of the Atlantean timelines and their reconfiguration policies, trying to recreate and re-engineer the different groups within the Martian communities, the Maldakian communities as well as the um, Orion communities, also going into the understanding of the different types of systems that goes within the D8 collective or also bordering into the D11 collective for which we have the Niburians, but the Niburians are also on the D10 collective along with the different scavengers under the now the prince, which you all know who really is and not the Orion version that has presented itself inside our reality and saying, oh, I'm Inky and I've got the new Adam Adamic template for humanity. Yeah, that's another slave template for the T8 collective. No, thank you. I'm all cool. I'm not going to go into the Orion uh, confederations and, and conglomerates of civilizations and become part of that future. No, thank you. I'm all good. cool. I don't need to be a new Adam. No, thank you. We know how the story went with the last one. So why should the new one be even better? Okay, so just putting all of that in, and since I can just throw that out there, that's because I've been in communication with these groups. They're part of the councils. They are interfering with people that have other ideas. When I put this one out, I'll always get a cube that comes in, something that scans me or whatever, because these groups have been around for a very long time. So they've been interfering with humanity for a very long time. 
And we can look into, and there have been many different ideas of why and the whole kind of, is they are whatever's inside our reality are, are a kind of, they are connected to them. They are our space brothers and space sisters. Uh, did you feel the nauseatic, the nauseatic, uh, what do you call it, nausea uh, feeling there? Because when 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 someone comes in and and like just envision yourself, you are living in in a country where you don't have a lot of money, and suddenly some some other human from some other part of the world comes in and and tells you you are my direct lineage. Let us play with the idea you are, uh, I'm trying very hard not to get in any forms of trouble here with the different groups within humanity. Let me put it, let me do it on my own turf so so it won't be, so I won't get into trouble. I'm from Denmark. So suddenly a person from another part of the world that has a genetic uh, phenotype and genotype that is so dissimilar to mine comes in and say, you are my direct descendant. And I'll look and I'll say, okay, how did that happen? You are clearly of a completely, from a different part of the world. Your genotype is completely different. Your chromosomes are completely different than mine. You look completely different. All of the, the ways that you are is shows in any ways or forms that we cannot be related directly. Unless we, of course, go back via the mitochondrial DNA and goes back to the time of Eve, right? <laughs> So, so that's sorry, but that's that's where humanity are not really up to snuff with what's going on. We could also say that why would the, for instance, the Galactic Federation, some of them are greats, but they have this overlay of looking like something that they, the Ascended Master look, which they of course have implemented into humanity in the 80s and the 90s. So everybody's already ready for them to appear like that with their fancy uniforms and, and supermodel looks. So, so everybody will, the moment they show, nobody will question. They will not even go beyond that holograph overlay and see what's really there. Some of them are actually not particularly pretty. Some of the mantids could do the same thing. You can see this gorgeous female, but what you not know is that's what's behind. That I would not like to get in contact with. So, so this is where we are just too too naively taking face value what will come within the next We are so unprepared because so few have the ability to break through the holographic overlay. So few have got the ability to holographic energetically alter the different types of other dimensional types of technologies that are all connected to consciousness. You see, that's the whole key here. It's, it's, we are dealing with civilizations that have developed in, in various degrees their interconnectivity to different forms of technologies that are run on their specific type of gene structure, meaning their consciousness potential. So when we're talking about some of these groups that are clearly semi-android, and they create this overlay of an angelic being, well, then then it is connected to their physicality and their holographic energetic structure. It's like altering the, your perception of it. It's, it they're technically, it, that's what shape-shifting is as well. They, they're just creating an overlay that looks in a certain way. It's, it's like a... a um, it is what it is, holographic overlay, and they can either use technology to do so or by by will, so to speak, make themselves appear to be something else via that ability to, for a short period of time, cloak themselves in that appearance suit. 
that's some of the things you can do in the fourth dimension. And since humans don't know that and don't have that ability, well, then then we will take face value what will come to us. We will not understand that that might actually be something entirely else. And if they did show themselves in their true appearance, we would not invite them to the party, that's for sure, including some of them smells like old rotten cheese. But since we haven't got the activated higher order senses, then we can't see what's really there. Similarly, as um, for me, for many, many years, if I see a person that's absolutely gorgeous, whatever, but that person, even though there's perfume, and I don't like perfume, especially not so chemical, it, it really, it's, it makes me dizzy and get me headache and all sorts of things, super sensitive. But the, the same ability also allows me to smell their soul odor. Let's put it this way, smell their energy system. Because if they might look pretty, but if what is within is so rotten due to the choices and their karma, then their soul and system, so to speak, their energy system will have a specific smell to it of rotting and decay due to the energetic parasites that will give off a specific enzyme that my higher order sensing abilities will pick up on because it's an energetic smell. Like our physical smells are also an energetic smell. It just goes through aerosols and a different type of vibrational pattern that what we have in the other dimensions. And if you have a human that smells absolutely disgusting, you will naturally do the discerning that you will say, no, you can look as pretty as you are, but you, you really do not smell nice. And we will keep a distance. We will naturally put the hand up and say, stop. And that's when we go to the hybrid kids and some of the different groups that are here now. They are all ready for this one. They will be ready in 10 years time. They will have the skill set to hopefully see through the overlays. They will hopefully have the high order senses. I see many of these kids, the new hybrid kids, they are coming in. They have the organic capacity to master reality pretty quickly. And at the same time, they already have a lot of higher order skill sets that hopefully for the next generation will withstand the different counter forces and some of the inverted regressed types of code sequences and timelines that are still here, which everybody's now working to clear that out so that the past will not hit us as a boomerang as we go into the future, because we did not clear out the past. And when we go into the future where we will get up and you can kind of do it as a U pattern, that what we took off in the past where we were sent to oblivion and all of that were separated from us when we get into the future on the same level, what was there due to the energetic bridges will then come right back in. And if people don't have the high order senses, they don't know what hit them. They will just, they just don't understand why suddenly reality plays out differently than what they're accustomed to. But that's because they're beginning to activate in the holographic energetic architecture and begin to link up with the pockets of their past that they have not dealt with. So the whole purpose of this graduating within multidimensionality, why that is important for certain groups within humanity. 
Let me just put it that way, because we're seeing that taking a higher order education is only important within certain groups within humanity. Learning to pay bills and get through everyday life and having certain standards are only important within certain groups of humanity, etc., etc. So that's why I put it that way. It all depends on the individuals. We can't make one fit for all because the world itself is not even doing that. So we can't go with the multidimensional and say that is mandatory for every citizen on our planet. Should be, but it's not. <clears throat> it's not part of our primary school. It's not part of high school. It's not part of college. It's not part of anything. So nobody knows how this really works. And that's where the hybrid kids come in. And they are representatives of different groups, good and ill. And when we say good, we are here talking about from certain groups that due to the current type of viability rate are what we could say not the inverted fully regressed semi to fully android civilizations. They come from organic civilizations such as the D10 and D11 collective. They have they have for a long time prepared for this one and they, they have got gone off solar system for now and they will come back, but they have their hybrid kids. And these hybrid kids are now developing themselves into be able to that when the time comes or the supermodels come back, then they will quickly align and shift into the sciences and understanding of what the new society that these groups pretend or want to, or I say pretend, but intend to, to we could call it pretend, but intend to build inside our reality and what they want to do with our solar system. System and then align it with the original Vega portals that goes with the inner to core domain uh, types of networks that were part of the original configuration, as it were, for <laughs> as it were a long, long time ago before the timeline event. And then, of course, we have the Andromedans that are also playing their cards in and trying to do the exact same thing. <laughs> And some of the future humanities group that that are now in what we call uh, uh, living in uh, confined quarters, that's the wrong word, but they have got their own reality field in the Andromedan system because they're so dissimilar to the Andromedans that they can't exist within the Andromedan system. Anyway, so all of this all of these difficulties that goes with this and and for you that have listened to this one, you you will say, well, that's kind of an unsolvable puzzle, isn't it? And I completely agree. If I had the, the only solutions I've come up with is to, to create the material that will give people the tools and the insights and the understandings of how to work within these high order sciences and, and do the step ladder building process up to as a kind of, okay, this, this is what it is. But the, the, as we know with all educations, including within life as it is already now, if you go to the university or college or whatever and you study something and, and you come out in life and you you have to adapt what you have learned to life itself. You have to adapt it to the circumstances. And we could say right now, for those of us who are energetically and already multidimensionally connected to all the levels of reality, at least I am, let's put it that way, my everyday life is like that. There for me, it's completely logical and an everyday um, training to just make it through the day we're waking up clearing energetic parasites due to the pull-ins and all these kind of things and my life is not positively engaged in some beautiful supermodel future 5d new earth um, um, Pegasus, uh, what you call it, uh, rainbow unicorn future or whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely not, because there are none. There are no such rates. There, if if that was the if that was the the essence of reality, why does our world look as it it, it does? And they say, oh, it's because humans are so primitive. Why are we so primitive? What's what's holding humanity back? We have had so many years on this planet, and we know, we now know that there have been very very advanced civilizations here already. Where do they go? Why are they not here anymore? What happened? Because in a way, we could say that yes, we've been brainwashed with the rise and fall of civilizations. But if you kind of think of it as a, the natural thing would be to continue to progress, if you begin on the path of progression that goes with expanded awareness and higher order capacities and higher order sciences and the abilities to constantly evolve, then of course, naturally, some of these civilizations will then shift into the middle domain and then the outer domain will then resume its original purpose and function as a place where you actually shed off things you no longer have use of. Hence, there will be different civilizations here. But the groups that are here now compared to the groups that once were, and we're seeing the, the, the types of um, advanced technology that we are now becoming co collectively aware of and not just within specific groups of humanity, but now it has reached the collective level of, okay, now we all agree that that's actually there, as we saw it with, with vegetarianism, that that was only for a certain group of people when I grew up. Now it's more uh, commonly adjusted uh, into this is acceptable, that this is part of a social construction now it's it's okay it's accepted as well as uh, when i grew up quite a lot of the things that are within the next generations of psychodynamics was something that my generation had to fight to get implemented as part of the collective so it always goes within pioneers and then it goes within little groups and then it goes into the majority so that's how it works we got the forerunners then we have the the groups that begins to adapt to it and take it to heart sometimes in isolation to begin with and later on as part of normal society and then eventually it becomes a collective acceptable thing so, so these are the dynamics and the same thing with when we talk about higher order sciences when we talk about higher order consciousness and whatever it is to see how it has progressed from when I grew up, clairvoyant abilities and people that were seeing ghosts as in kind of, yeah, are you sure you're not, should get some medication for that one, to now actually being, oh yeah, there's ghosts. And talk to anyone on the street, they will be completely, yes, absolutely, haunted houses, of course. Not just movie things, but actually, yeah, they will have come with their own little weird stories of how they have experienced something that were a little bit out of the ordinary thing that moved around and what have you. And if we then go the next step and say, these are not ghosts, these are fourth dimensional that bleeds through into our reality and can take part of your home at any moment in time if they choose to create a portal or actually an access point is more accurate because a portal is a whole big thing that creates the triangle, that needs a triangulation between different types of alien technologies on the other side, a little bit too much just to get into your living room. But they can also the field around themselves and vibrate in a different ways so they can be in your reality, in your room, in your living room without being physically present but they are physically present in the fourth dimension and you can only sense them because you have the higher order capacities to notice that now someone is actually breaching your privacy breaching your home being in your living room with you but in another dimension and by that can actually affect you 
or energetic parasites that jumps between the human fields by that are able to transfer different types of code sequences between different types of humans, as in people walking around shedding off energetic parasites, literally doing a different type of litter on the street or around waiting for someone who passes by with a similar type of gene structure that allows for that energetic parasite to jump, especially if the person that's there is in the process of uh, being what we could say done within this reality. Sometimes these energetic parasites jump before the human uh, goes into the process of letting go of existence inside this reality. You know what I'm saying here. I'm just doing it in a nice way. So there is so much going on energetically that humans are barely aware of. And I have no clue how to deal with how these energetic parasites arises, where they come from. And again, that's what my advanced clear work and the transition science are all about. I try to explain the human energy fields and how that gives rise to different forms of code sequences. It's very advanced. It's like going in and saying, I want to learn to study quantum sciences so I can figure out a way to uh, redefine Einsteinian sciences, Newtonian sciences, as well as the, and I say Einsteinian, that's the rel relativity that's built upon Newtonian, that it, one of the key points of the Newtonian sciences is the whole concept of gravity. And go in and understand that the whole, if we go in and look at the magnetic field and the properties of our planet, how things work, and change the entire scientific base of what reality is and what a human is and how these interact together out of all all of the old thought processes and that's what the whole academy is about and i know it's only for the few and the reason why i keep pushing this is that eventually when i do the updates i will not explain anymore other than it, it will be what called new layer of the high order sciences because that needs to be explained but the foundation, the constant foundation to get people up to speed, as in you're talking to uh, the analogy is that I have studied quantum sciences my entire life and I have worked with it in laboratories. I have done certain so several experiments and I have uh, uh, broken the code of the, um, the uncertainty principle as well as Schrodinger's cat. And I understand how reality can change due to my perception of it and how I actually on a micro and macro level can interact with reality in different ways that might not give a physical outcome right away, but eventually will create a different pattern that will alter the macro level of reality and change the reality dynamics. And I am to tell you about that. I am to tell you how that works and how the different groups that are here, how they work with these patterns of reality, kaleidoscopically over a course of time, go into different nodal points of reality from the fourth dimension and creating different types of patterns that allows them to intersect certain code streams within what we call timelines from where different types of connection and branches can be made that allows for a specific type of gene structure that allows for a specific type of consciousness that in itself will then build a thought form and a collective field from where other levels and other types of genetics can be inserted due to the law of energetic and genetic affinity. And it's all about building a complex pattern inside our reality, a kind of a network that then allows them to come in with their technologies and use the technologies as access point as they did in the old days with the colonizing races, putting in crafts in the fourth dimension as part of the planetary network. And by that, allow them to build their different types of 
of inserted developmental programs that links up to specific type of technologies. And via that creates different types of energetic entities that to begin with are, are entering and transferred into different groups within humanity that will then produce what we call a different type of enzyme within the human body that will then allow different markers within the human DNA to unfold different types of um, what well, called code sequences within human DNA that again allows to link up to certain types of artificially created fourth dimensional reality fields for where another group of energetic parasites can be inserted and by that begin to create a pattern within the human emotional field as well as the biofield. All of these things are some of the things I try to lay the foundation of in the whole academy so that people are aware of that it's not just because we are having a quote-unquote lesser fortunate day, but this, we might actually wake up with these different physical symptoms because modification has happened during sleep time due to the new type of technologies. That the old dream technology, as I talk about in the Souls of Humanity, were for a specific purpose, but the new ones are all about this hyperbolic upgrading so that the different types of uh, what we call gene or genetic markers will allow for what we call a more broad spectra. They have already got the hybrid kits in. That's part of the first, that's the first tier of their regeneration project inside our reality. The next tier is that these groups will, since the collector will then have the carriers that are already here, the operators, then the next ring will be within the groups of collective that are being engineered and modified to adapt to that type of consciousness structure, new type of reality field configuration. And then the next ring that will be the collective. And the one in the middle ring and in the third ring, they there will definitely be what we could say um, kind of a lot of cracked eggs there that will not come into fruitation. But eventually down the line in 100 years time, that will then allow them to come in as they are. And then the hybrid kids will be completely comfortable with the different type of Android or semi-Androids because they already remember on board crafts where they had their fourth dimensional altar that is already there. And then that altar will merge with who and what they are inside this area. So you see, they have it all planned out. And we don't understand that because we have not got the higher awareness skill set to be able to understand these very complex, strategic, advanced ways of doing a, a, what we call reality field invasion. So it's not going to be with flyover crafts. Well, as I say, we already had that in the 50s. They already did the, the show-off back then. The, the stage show was already done then. And then, of course, we have the newborns, the other groups, but they have been here for uh, going so far back to the Pillar Project, as I talk about in my material. So, so they are already acquainted with this. They are just deciding whether or not they want to collaborate with the incoming groups. And as things are right now, probably not. Anyway, so that's another... So just so you understand the interfactional strategies and processes and what's going on behind the scenes that we have absolutely no knowledge of or most have no knowledge of because that's my life that's that's the weird scenario i'm part of and and sometimes within from the future humanities running simulations that teaches me these kind of things so it's built into my energy system in my inner simulation movie show that's going on in whatever levels preparing my energy system for whatever comes in energetically so it's already coded in so when it comes into my field, I know what to do with it because I already run the simulations of it. 
So, so these are some of the other the counter programs that the future humanities and other groups within humanities, some of them actually working with the Niburians and what have you, that are doing this on another group of humanity. So we are so not done with the difficulties of the future. And that's why I don't see unicorns and rainbows and all sorts of nice things to come in the future. Yes, eventually, but if that that 5D version, that's the crystal, and they did the same in the Andromedan system, and it all collapsed eventually. Because when you are in that kind of unicorn, crystalline, rainbow body type of energy field, you're not really dealing with the polarity and the opposition that is always generated when we have different types of energies that are using consciousness units. There will always be some kind of residual. There will always be some kind of what we could say, especially in the fifth dimension, there's the polarity due to the timeline event that still ripples through the different reality fields. And ignoring... Uh, the polarity of what's going on is not going to make the, the polarity go away, especially not if it has a high viability rate. Then that polarity will come in as we are experiencing now within our civilization on our planet from different groups that will then be the representation of what we have not dealt with. So again, there are laws and dynamics of the advanced uh, levels of all reality fields, including the ones that have messed up and now turned into technocrats because they didn't go well and they get in, got into that low viability rate and they are now traversing other universes, again, riding on the laws of energetic and genetic affinity, using the gate systems to do so, etc., etc. So that very long uh, type of explanation. And um, if I were to go to a lecture where another person would say what I'm saying, I would be completely mind blown while I was at that lecture or going just to listen to quantum sciences. Um, <laughs> all depending on how well the professor would explain this. And then I would leave the auditorium and then I'll say that was very interesting and three days later it would be completely forgotten. And that's part of the strategy of what's going on here as in people listen to this one and then since they don't have any ear to action or view to implementation or uh, energetic representation in your mind field uh, bordering into original holographic architecture that allows you to build the co complex code patterns that will allow you to take information and actually put it into something that will come into a utilization if a similar event uh, came into your energetic perception field or your perception of reality on an energetic scale, well, then what are you to do with this information? How can you adapt what I'm saying here into some kind of everyday knowledge that will assist you in the next 10 years to come? And as part of the transition sciences, as well as the advanced clearing work, as well as the template sciences, I focus quite a lot on what to do when we encounter different types of energetic settings. Instead of saying, do this and whatever physically, it's all about the energetic psychodynamic readiness and resilience to energetic encounters to a probable different type of alternate reality that will come into our world the next 10 years. It might just be completely physical with the different types of advanced technologies. Well, then at least those of us who are able to deal with energies and are able to see behind the overlays, we will say, okay, now we know the technocratic, the technocratic timeline is the one that's there. Then what do I then need to do? 
or if we get the supermodels in from the different groups that are under the, the, the D11 collective, then we know it's that timeline. Or if we get some a lot of the reverse engineered or military groups and force majeure and all sorts of what we call more similar type of uh, societal structures, which is already happening, that is also being played in. But some of these groups are working with the D11, some of them are working with the D8 and the, the technocratic realities and the parallel universal matrix. So we can say if if you look at what's going on in our world right now, there is a lot of stuff going on within the Truman Show that is changing the Truman Show. It is being very, very what we could call similar to what we had in the 1950s, let us put it this way. And what allowed the groups in the 1950s to come in? The environment we had emotionally and physically in the 1950s, where there was a very high level of suspicion, a very high level of what we could call anxiety, a very high level of fear of certain things that would unfold. And all of these things are being played back in. If you see all the things, the efforts that were done in the 80s and the 90s to undo uh, the post-Second World War environment, it's all resuming and going back into that one with a different type of fear programming that is, is not what we could say physically, physical as it was back then with a complete wipeout, but it is definitely going in very different directions that are similar and in all sorts of different aspects of life that triggers what we could call uh, our uh, positive uh, future abilities and puts us in a state where we become more protective and more nationalistic and more self service to self oriented at large humanity at large and that goes with these groups that are coming in they are all oriented that way so it's not just one group it's all of them including the future humanities because they have grown out of some of the projects that actually were working with what we call the negative alien agenda so they have a lot to learn as well okay so the whole thing of this, when we talk about these, these levels of sciences and why we should do it and why it's important, at least in my perspective, I can't tell you what to do. I would love to, but I also know that whatever, when we talk about humans, when we, that's where it's a good thing that, that I'm, a, I've, I used to be a parent because my, my offspring is, is not grown up, but the whole understanding of you can only show so much, you can explain so much, you can educate so much, you can mentor so much, but at the end of the day, the offling has to go out and make his or her own experiences, similar with humans. You have to go out and make your own experiences. You have to have experiences to be able to connect the different uh, um, experiences with the sciences that you have studied or the information that you have read or whatever it is. And if the information you have read is not high enough, then you won't have the frame of reference to interpret it. And you will say, well, it's, it, the low level is more fun with the whole, what are the aliens or what are they made of? And we already got that. You got that in the 80s and the 90s all over the internet. But how do they operate? What's the psychodynamics? What are their intervention protocol? What are they actually here for? What have they been planning for so long? And how do have they collaborate with different types of humans? We know that to a large degree on the technological 
biological side, but what about the interdimensional side? And what about the future humanity side with the different types of modification programs? What does that mean? What does that mean for you? What's been going on in your life that you're completely unaware of? And are you ready to see that when that begins to unfold? Or are you ready to not see that at all because that possibility is completely taken from you because you have not sorted, you have not gone for it, you have not reached out for it. And since these groups that are coming in, they have been given so much information and humanity has not really dealt with it the way that they should. Whatever group we're talking about, just taking it as a kind of entertainment, then they can rightfully say, and I completely object to that one and put my foot down and say, clear, no, I do not consent to that idea. But it is as with every type of civilization that are being taken over by these groups, because they are highly manipulative, is that they present a version of reality. And if people buy into that collective thought form, then that's a type of consent as well. If they choose their deception, and not the real deal, this Roman law, he who wants to be fooled, let him be fooled. If people buy into that one, well, then that's the world that they will get. And then they can live within that world, within their generation. But we are talking about the future generations. We're talking about the future humanities. We're talking about the impact of our choices for the rest of the systems that are interconnected with our solar system. It's not just about us. It's about a vast range of different civilizations that will do to, they have done what they can to give us of information, whether it's for good or for ill or whatever side of the fence it's on. But we also know that whatever comes into our life can be extracted into a learning process where we can show what we are made of, where we can transform it into something higher, where we can take whatever's being thrown at us. And I do that on an everyday basis and it's not fun. And I would wish it wasn't that way, but it is that way. It's like when you grow up and you think life is one way and then life hits you and life is not particularly easy either. And none, nothing is easy. And it's easy now for me to say that when I'm here, call me when I'm down or dealing with something that's really nasty and you will not hear me be so gracious about it. Then I will have a completely different emotional reaction to it because when we get in contact with some of these entities, they can impact us quite extensively and alter us completely. And that's also, if we don't know who we truly are, if we don't know what the counter is to that, how are we going to deal with the opposition dynamics, the polarity dynamics, of the fifth and the opposition dynamics of the fourth. Again, that's some of the things I teach in the whole academy. And I know you're saying, oh, this is just another advertising. No, in, in a way it is, but I have put in my, my, my soul, <laughs> to put it that way. I've done everything I could to cover as many bases of the education that I set myself in to make uh, some 15, 15 years ago where I thought to myself, because I began to see the implication of the future, and I thought to myself, what does humanity at large need? With the groups that want to do this, what do they need of information? And that, that's the whole academy. And that's why I created it. I created it for the 10 years that are coming now. 
So I can say at least uh, at the end of the day that whatever the next step or whatever I've been working with the High Water Psychic Energetic Institute, that's for the groups that are aware of these things that are, okay, now we got it, the whole academy of the ones that are waking up and need frames of reference to understand what they're seeing and what's happening to them. And then the next step is for the ones that are already gone through that process because they're always the forerunners. And we are beginning to prepare for the next big event where our reality field, our Earth, will begin to reconfigure to the new configuration of the sun. And that's the next big event that will come after the next 10 years. And that will, of course, amplify some of the other uh, more physical outer domain properties and effects that will be within our reality field. So we both have the middle domain, other dimensional, interdimensional, extra dimensional, meta dimensional, whatever you want to call it, influences. And at the same time, we're having the future humanities that are having their things. We have the, the technocratic realities and etc. etc. And on top of that one, we have got a whole new solar system planetary reconfiguration going on at the same time. So there's definitely enough on our plate. And the more prepared we are energetically, psychologically, as well as within what we could say, the sciences of how to work with energy. Because it's not just about technology, it's also about how we on an everyday basis, those of us who doesn't have a craft in our backyard, how do we deal with energetic uh, challenges? How do we deal with the other dimensional influences? How do we deal with the different types of groups that are here trying to get us onto their timelines and all of these different levels that goes with the ability to be aware on multiple dimensions, including our own physical world and the, the reality as it is, as it undergoes its changes as well. That's a whole new type of resilience. And that's like the salmon that goes upstream. And it's, it's unfortunate that our whole world are based upon the Darwinian ideas of survival of the fittest, but that's part of the brotherhood program. So of course that's been put into the collective. And that's also the basic level of the different groups that are here. The ones that go through the transition processes, the ones that are able to master the simulations, the ones that are able to master the hyperbolic upgrading, the ones that are able to cope with the different things that are being done constantly, the ones that are able to clear out the energetic parasites, the ones that are ready and have the resilience to adapt to a multidimensional structure, the ones that are ready to see the world as it truly is and the world surrounded as they truly are, the ones that have the memory of who and what they used to be and how they use that capacity to deal with some of the future challenges because we know the laws of energetic and genetic affinity, because we know how things loop into the law of the cycles. We know how what is in the past will eventually have to be in the present so that we change in the future, etc., etc. They will be the ones that will do the transition. And my question to you is, what do you want to, how do you want to go on with this? As if I'm asking you, if you would take a degree, a university degree, because it would give you better possibilities for a higher income, a better job position, a better career, more empowerment, a better choice of challenge of what you want to do, how you want to live your life and how you want to proceed inside this reality. Would you then do whatever you could to do the education or would you just fall back into what you have learned in your what we call primary life settings and just be content with that and then walk around moaning about how life is so unfair and everything is not going your way. What are you doing about it? 
I know for some it's very, very difficult. And I was not born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I did not grow up in a specific rich environment. I grew up in Denmark. That's what I say is, is kind of my best. Uh, that's that's where I've been really, really lucky compared to other places in the world. And I know my life would have played out differently. But then I would have been under different programs. In Denmark, all of these that I'm doing here has been restricted. It's only because I went to Australia that things began to really unfold. And because I came in contact with some of the groups in America due to the clients and the students I had. Because if I had not been in contact with it, it's not common knowledge in Denmark. I'm completely, I'm like, a, I'm, I'm like, a, what do you call it? A fish on land here. There's, there's so little in Denmark going on on this level of, of awareness. So it, it's like there are few because they are looking to the world around them and are doing things as I do in English and are doing it out there on the other side of the pond or on other levels of reality. But it's not normal accepted knowledge in Denmark compared to when we go to the States or Australia or what have you, where there are groups that are working with this already. So we have different... Um, possibilities and opportunities where we live and we have certain restrictions. And that's part of the awareness as well. And then eventually if, if work towards say, well, if, if this, as it is in Denmark, this restricted environment that for some, that might, or for, for some levels of the future, all depending on which timeline will come, then it's best to be in Denmark or in Europe. For other timelines, then it's absolutely best to be in the States. For other timelines, it's absolutely best to be somewhere else. So this is again where we can say, and that's part of the high or psychic energetic uh, level of work that I will eventually grow into uh, due to the challenges that uh, that will unfold as I enter into the next 10 years and, and what that will mean. Will I have to let go of my home and all these kind of things? There's so many things on the table there. There's nothing that's set in stone. It all depends on the different timelines. That will determine what type of future I will have. And that's that's a whole other way of planning as in kind of not saying, oh, I want to do this and then build on our hope. This is going to be interactively determined by the timelines that will be the main timeline after the converging is done in 10 years time. Then we'll know what we're dealing with. And that's a whole other level of flexibility. And that's why the ability to work with energy and create patterns and work on different timelines and understanding that if that happens, then I need to do that. And if that, then I need to do that and onward and so forth. That's part of the resilience as well as for those of us who are doing the transition. Okay, so that was my little ebook that now became a pot book instead a little story about what I wanted to write down. If I had to have written this down, it would be too many pages. So now you kind of have that here. And I will uh, put this uh, on the whole future humanities channel because that's that's tying into the converging of timelines and how we are to prepare from that. And my plan for this channel is that I will give updates a little bit more rarely because the whole future humanities, as I said, a link to the whole academy and everything you need to know is there in the courses. So it's all up to you. Do you want to know this? Well, then you do the courses and not getting it out here for free because it's kind of, I know that this is information that's important, but there's also some call to action on your part. As in, you need to do something too. You you need to figure out how to, to get the educational level that allows you to become a multidimensional. 
What do you need to do to become a multidimensional? What's the plan for that one? Have you prepared for that? How you arrange your life for these kind of things and all the things I've been saying for so long. I'm just putting different words to it now that we finally have got that we know that there are extraterrestrial groups here. Finally, that's kind of, or at least we have got some kind of advanced technology, whatever that is. So the collective is getting that way. So that gives another boost for those of us. We are, the forerunners are now already on the next step that will, what will, what future uh, are we opting for and what are we doing to build that future and how do we impact the code sequences of reality by changing our holographic architecture so that we become the implementers as the hybrid kits are being the implementers, as the other carriers are now here from the different groups. We are within our civilization. We are the ones that must ensure that the positive timeline where humanity is not enslaved again, are not being under these different groups, are not buying into the manipulation are not living into the technocratic futures, et cetera, et cetera, that we choose a, a future where we can say on a collective level that is for the highest good of the many. And that involves multidimensional species as well. But hopefully someone that has a little bit more of what we call an inclusive mindset and is a little bit less service to self and a little bit more oriented towards that this solar system is part of a very large system and how do all of us within that very large system learn to collaborate as a joint team of civilizations so that our universal sector can progress and live up to the requirements of the cycle so that we can all do the elevation jump that our universal sector is so ripe to uh, do and has been halted for so long and it must happen because if it's halted further, it's like a rubber band. It has been stretched way too far. If it doesn't happen within a very short period of time, and we're talking within the next hundred years or so, well, then it will either break or it will flip back. And then it will be a complete, what we could say, not a gradient uplifting or elevation. It will be a pole shift event. And we don't really need that. So I think it's about time that we all roll up our sleeves and say, this takes time. This takes education. This will demand something of us. And I know a lot have already given a lot already, but unfortunately, quite a lot of things that we've been working within has perhaps not been in complete alignment with our energy system. So it's not just about studying what's been given from outer sources, including the whole academy. It is just as much to find ways that you can communicate with your own holographic energetic architecture and learn from within how you upgrade, how you become multidimensional and how you transform your energy system so it can follow with the gradient elevation of our universal sector as it has been waited for for a very, very long time. And if we participate in that, then we also ensure that the groups that have lost the ability to elevate will not be invited to the party. Instead of us joining their walls and being pulled further back into the cycles of primitivity and within the old world type of configurations, we should opt for a different future where we go with the progressive races, the human races and the humanoids that have chosen to work for service to others and the highest progression rate for all by teamwork and utilizing the holographic energetic units in ways that will ensure 
that all the ones around us, including ourselves, will be lifted to our highest standards and our highest progression rate. And by that, ensure that as many as possible will be able to do the elevation in the manner that we assigned to when we entered into these universal cycles. And with that one set, this cycle has been built. We will reunite with who we were and who we have become and lift both into something completely new that will be part of the next set of universal cycles. Thank you.